Welcome to the Specifist. Specify your philosophy and life. Welcome, everybody, to the specifist as we go deeper into analyzing what the emptiness actually is. Get comfortable because this is going to be pretty much like a meditation of sorts. Welcome. So I'm pretty sure you're here because you want to examine and understand the emptiness that you think is a bad thing, that your mind tells you is a bad thing. But what if your mind is wrong? What if you're, what if it's not actually a bad thing? And what if it's actually probably the, the best thing that you actually can have? And I'll go into why this is in a minute. So... I made an episode yesterday talking about the emptiness. Uh, in regards to this, we're going to be doing, going deeper into this and trying to see what we were talking about last night or yesterday and experience, it's experiential awareness. So, when you when your mind has desire. It sees this the emptiness of, of reality of what it of what is happening right now as a bad thing because it is not the fulfillment of this desire. And so the emptiness is seen as an enemy, as a problem, as a you know, whatever it is. But what I want you what what I want to try and show you in this episode is that the emptiness is not a bad thing. And in fact is probably one of the best things that you may actually have at your disposal but so there's two ways of learning this one one way is 
logically, through reason, logic, and understanding, and we'll get into that in the end of this episode. Well, the birds are making noises today. But anyways, that's the first way when we learn that in the end of this episode, we'll be explaining why the emptiness is not actually as bad as it seems. And the second way, in some ways, is probably more profound, is is a more direct way, with more direct experience. So, if you have a desire, whatever that is, for sugar, for love, for a text from somebody, whatever it is, that wants to be fulfilled, look at that desire and tell me if that's emptiness itself. In other words, is there something there rather than nothing? And if it is something, then it is not emptiness. So, when you are doing this, when you're looking at yourself, at your experience, you are becoming aware of what is happening right now. You're becoming present. And we've talked about many ways of becoming present, you know, slowing down, things like this. So what I want you to do is I want you to notice any judgment of the emptiness. Just notice it, watch it for a second, and see if you can let these judgments go. I already made an episode on deconstructing the judgments a couple of weeks ago. Talking about how judgments, how to let go of judgments, what that looks like. Basically, it was a meditation. So, try and let them go. Not by force, not by resisting the judgment, but by noticing the judgment or any resistance. Noticing that that is. It feels like tension within the body slash mind and letting that tension go. So now I want you to focus on and become aware of the emptiness. What is emptiness exactly? The emptiness is all the things that is not. Emptiness is nothing at all. Don't look to your what your mind thinks emptiness is and means, because that's not emptiness. That's another judgment, another resistance of what is. If there is such a thing happening in your mind where, where it's judging emptiness as, as bad or depressing, notice that, watch that for a little bit, and then let it go. In the same way that you did before. and focus on the emptiness. Become aware of it. I want you to try and become aware of how freedom, how free emptiness really is, if possible. 
the mind, the, e the ego, the id, what's the see? Emptiness has a bad thing because it doesn't serve its narrative of more things, more time, more experiences, whatever it is. It sees it as bad or as negative. But what if it's not true? What if it's actually the most positive thing that exists? We'll get into why this is it in a minute logically as well. And, and so you can see this reasonable with reason, logic, and thought. But for now, let's just go with this one. Observing the emptiness. Notice any attempt on the mind's part to show you that this emptiness is depression itself. Become aware of that if that is happening right now and let go of that as soon as you can. Not by resisting it, but by letting go of any effort, any tension. And just feel into this emptiness. And ask yourself, why is this a bad thing for the mind? Why does the mind not like emptiness and want to fill it with things? Don't, don't look to what your mind will tell you about why that is. It may give you an answer like, well, you need things to survive or you need things to be happy. Without those things, you cannot be happy. Look to direct experience of emptiness itself to try and find out why. And the direct experience of the judgments that the mind might have. The emptiness is not a bad thing. <clears throat> it's seen as a bad thing because there doesn't seem to be nothing here. Nothing that the mind can hold on to. Because the mind, when it is trapped by the id and when it listens too much to the id or even to the superego, it must then hold on to things. your circumstances, your meanings in life, who you are as a person according to yourself or others or whatever, what you are, how you're feeling, things like this. You must hold on to these things to be a self, to be a person, to be a, a known entity in your mind. See if you can notice this in reality itself, in direct experience. Now, I want you to, to focus on this emptiness. See if you can notice anything at all about it. Is it peaceful? Is it joyful? 
Is it happy? Is it sad? Whatever, whatever it is. Just notice anything you can about whatever it is that the mind calls emptiness. Beyond the meanings that the mind attributes to this emptiness, what else, what else is there? The, the attributes of emptiness is peace or the ability to not be disturbed. You know, why does it why does disturbance happen? Because there is thought, there is a state of sorts happening. But then you might be asking me, well, when I find myself in peace, I get disturbed. You get disturbed by things that are not emptiness, things like sounds. Maybe you hear a dog barking in the next door neighbor areas or whatever. Whatever it is. That's not emptiness. That's something else. What we're talking about is so fundamental to your reality that without it, you couldn't experience anything. And you, you wouldn't be able to do anything. So let's go into the logic of why emptiness is actually one of the greatest things that exist. Uh, and I might make more meditation episodes on emptiness in the future as well. We'll see how that goes. But So why is emptiness necessary, logically speaking, using thought, reason, understanding? So think of where you are right now. Maybe you're in your living room, maybe you're outside, wherever it is. What makes up the space that you're in? What makes a room a room? Why, why is it a room and not something else? The space. You may think it's the objects in the room, but without the space, there, there could be no objects. All the objects would be all cluttered together. You would be able to move. You would be able to do anything. Think, think on this and try and notice this indirect experience right now. Notice that for every object that you have, you must have the space to put this object, if nothing else. You know, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of an unusual person on this is this this uh, particular subject. But, you know, most people, they look for objects and they, they like objects and they you know, like look for the newest watch or the newest iPhone or whatever. And they like this. But the things that I like have nothing very little to do with objects. I like objects, don't get me wrong, but thing that I really like is something else, something more fundamental to reality than any object. And that thing is called space. Think about what it would be like to have very little space. Less space than you do now. 
maybe you already live in a very small area, a very small apartment or, or trailer or whatever. Think about what it would be like to live in such even smaller spaces. Spaces so small that you would be elbow to elbow with everybody else around you. You would be able to, we wouldn't be able to do anything. Um, you'd be bumping into everything because there'd be so much, so little room. You couldn't maneuver around things very well or at all. And so you would be stepping on things. You're stepping over things. You know this kind of thing. Maybe you're already dealing with clutter in your room right now. Maybe this motivates you to clean your room afterwards. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's not really the point. The point is to notice that space is the most fundamental and important part of a room. Without space, you would not have a room that you would like to enjoy. And so the room is, the really the thing that makes a room is the space in the room. Objects are just kind of like decoration. You, know, you have a dresser here, you have some things here and there, and maybe you have an Alexa in your, your house or whatever. Hopefully your Alexa didn't go off or anything, but you know what I mean? Do you have a, an Echo or some, some kind of smart speaker like that? Maybe you have one of those home minis or maybe you even have one of those the home pods that Apple makes. Whatever it is that you have, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. The point is that you have something somewhere in your house. You probably are looking at it right now. And while a phone doesn't take that much space up, it takes up enough space to where it without that space you wouldn't be able to have this phone. I mean think about what it would be like to have no no space at all. No space at all? And I'm not talking about like no space to where you, you couldn't even move, move around your house very well. But I'm talking about no space to such an extent to where everything around you is solid. You're trapped in solid objects and there's nothing around you. There's no air to breathe. There's nothing of the kind anywhere. There's just objects with no space between them. Think about how how hellish that would be. Notice that in direct experience, you could imagine it if you want. <clears throat> that would be insanely difficult to deal with. If not impossible, you'd probably be dead in a, in a couple of minutes because you couldn't survive without oxygen. Which is something that you get from space, from air moving around. Notice your notice your breath right now. Notice breath going in and out. Notice that without space, this could not be happening. Think about how fundamental this is to your reality. Like without space, where would you be right now? What could, what could you do? You couldn't do anything. 
But this is so overlooked by all of us, most of us. People think that what makes a what makes a, a good decorative house is the decoration, but actually, it's the space. It's it's about how you space your decorations around your house, how you space your your drawers, your whatever it is that you, you have. You know, maybe you're you believe in feng shui and all this other stuff, but for feng shui to work. You would need something called empty space. But we often overlook empty space. Why? Because it's not interesting enough. Because it's not miraculous enough. It's, it's not exciting enough for the mind. I'm grateful to space right now. The fact that we have room to do anything at all is amazing. And I hope you can see this now. I hope you can understand this because of this episode. So anyways, I hope you like this one. I'll talk to you in the next episode. This is The Specifist, and I'll see you later.